day everyone welcome to the re-evolve media revolution podcast where we interview hip-hop artists from across canada and gain the unique perspective of individuals who sometimes feel as instruments or conduits to a divine channel or energy my name is jordan lewis today's episode features just dave The source of creation is a curious thing. I've heard it many times before and even felt it myself that throughout the process of creating anything, it can feel as though an energy flowing through you but from an unknown source is guiding the result. This can occur so much so that the creator feels a disassociation with their creations, but one that inspires curiosity rather than causes frustration. Maybe you've felt something similar before too. It's almost kind of an in-the-zone sensation, almost like you know exactly what to do as if you've done it a thousand times before, even though the moment is unique. Now, I don't know about you, but stuff like this absolutely fascinates me, and I believe it's worth exploring and talking about within each individual. The reason being because no human being can have an identical experience, but we can try to explain a little bit better what it's like to exist as we come closer to the question that's plagued us since the dawn of mankind. Why? One thing is for certain and that is that everything serves a purpose and the moment we can get past the realization, maybe we can start to discover. And without further ado, Just Dave. What is up, everybody? I am here with Just Dave. Just Dave, how you doing, brother? I am doing well. Doing well, doing well. So you're originally from Saskatoon. Maybe not originally from Saskatoon. You, you, were, you were raised in Saskatoon. Yeah, I was raised in Saskatoon, like near nearby on a farm. I'm a farm kid, but like I know the streets of Saskatoon pretty well. I didn't get much of a chance growing up in the nearby town, Langham, and although I did spend my school year, school years there up until grade 10. Ah, okay. But th- then otherwise, for the most part of your life, you were there. Where were you there before that? Um, Before when? Uh, before your uh, Saskatoon days. Oh, well, uh, I was in Langham on the farm for a long time. Um, oh, that's, that's, a, that's literally kind of the area you were born then. Yeah, that's like, I was actually, <laughs> if you wanted to get into where I'm born, it's a whole different subject. Uh, where I was, where I, where I was. <laughs> quick, quick touch and go, quick touch and go. <laughs> yeah, I was born in Bangladesh. Oh, dude, what? Yes. Yeah, so my parents work for a Mennonite Central Committee, uh, or they were, and they were doing a four-year stint. On- Yo, I lost you. Oh, uh, maybe my screen's dimming. How? When did you lose me? I lost you. You said we were. They were doing a four-year stint. You can just pick up four- from there. Yeah, yeah, they were doing a four-year stint on uh, in Bangladesh, helping out with the volunteer work there. My dad has an agricultural degree, and my mom just. Yeah, they were doing it together, and she has four degrees now too. But I don't know what what what, what point her education was at okay. when she was there. But yeah, yeah it was it was a quite quite a trip, and I was born when I was there. It's kind of just it's quite defined and formed my life in a very interesting way. I don't really know how else to explain it. Like I could I could I could, I could absolve this whole, like absorb this whole interview talking about it, but I don't really want to. But I, I, I'm interested if you want to ask specifics. I want to touch on the way that it overlaps with the music because I'm sure that it does influence at least a little bit. Yeah, well, being born there has a significant effect on just my entire life path. Everything from cultural 
interests and and cultural you know, interests. You know, just being. Uh, what well, I say, I have turmeric in my blood because I was uh, constantly having that growing up. That kind of food, Indian food, Bangladeshi food, and just loving it, but uh, not having any physical memories of Bangladesh itself because I was too yeah. young. So I have I have the scent memory. I have the scent memories and some of the other kind of memories. How old were you when you came Visual memories. I was like two. I was like two-ish, like before and after kind of. So, but and it, was like but a it big, influenced, it influenced it, you when you were back or when you came here as well. Well, I slowly got to learn how, like how it influenced, like I had, you know, a, a lot of, uh, uh, mental health struggles throughout my years. And it's, I've gotten to a point where I've been able to handle that and been able to be an advocate for other people that have gone through that. And that's where it kind of full circles quickly to, to my music. Um, because, I, I, I write everything not only as a reflection of to myself and an old self to tell them to go away and let let go of what I need to let go, but also to anyone listening that it's it's a message to my younger self, as in I can't actually go back and talk to my younger self, but I can be a voice to someone that's that's any 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 um, age or in 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 mental spirit younger in a way that they haven't experienced whatever I've experienced has gotten me to a point where I can do that for people. So if I can touch anyone's life in a way that, it, that it, it moves them to, you know, get up to a point where I'm at and I can help, then everyone's getting better. So that's all I'm trying to do with the music is just bring everyone up and take my, my history and all my, uh, everything that's brought me to this point and yeah. just really represent, represent it all for a mental health advocacy and stuff like that. That's amazing, dude. And I want to, I guess we might touch on some of those subjects uh, as we go through your musical history here, though. Uh, I can, as far as I can see back, you started releasing music around 2016. Um, is, is that so? You've released uh, the Dave, or Dave uh, three track EP. Yeah, I haven't gone back and checked my dates and, and exactly, but if you say it is, it's probably right. I uh, that's that's the as old first as I can find. Yeah. What What's the first track you said was? Oh, it's a uh, Dave. It's a three track EP. It's called There's a uh, Urge to Rap Every Time and Stairway oh, to yeah. Heaven. Oh yeah. So I was collabing with someone. Uh, shouts out to oh, what's his name? Phantom. It was Phantom Overture, but he's now Solemn Grace on SoundCloud. He's making beats still. I'm pretty sure. And he, he we, his name's David as well. And we were just we were just collabing <laughs> for a little bit, but we never got anything yeah. off the ground. Urge to Rap was the only song we really made together, and we were trying to make more, and then we just lost touch. So uh, shouts out to him if you hear this. I'm it'd be nice to hear from me again but anyway um he uh yeah we made that song and then that kind of sprung together the soundcloud start but it really got together if you want to bring in my start start to rap is um when i i went to toronto and recorded three songs in a studio condo uh with my brother's friends um producer and his engineer friend and they were just guiding me through recording these songs. And I got This was I in got 2016 back. as well, roughly? Well, I think it was it was fairly after. It might have been a year or two. Okay. It was prior to whenever I released um, uh, Burn It Down and Keep It Simple. Because those yeah. were two of the three singles I recorded then. And it really brought my career and my drive and my dream and my motivation, everything about music to a point where I was like, this is serious. I can do this because I got it. I was in a studio condo with people that were in that, that do music for a living. 
And not only were they African-American and had that influence and, and be able to give me an insight into that kind of culture, but they also had connections and had experience with top a shelf people. And it's just, that it was such a blessing. And, and I got back and I felt like I had to release, keep it simple and keep and, and burn it down. But not only that, I had to record. I just, so I just started recording, put out songs like again and again, put out songs like Gargoyle, you know, and just kept going, kept going. And it's been, it's been a, a well-deserved and rewarding uphill battle ever since. So interesting man my timeline's a little messed up here because i got gargoyle in 2018 but i got keep it simple and burn it down in 2019 yeah see so like yeah like gargoyle was before that but yeah i yeah, just double dose volume one and double dose volume two okay so that was one of those my yeah, 20, I, just got, I got, I got the timeline mixed up i got the timeline uh-huh. mixed up but yeah <laughs> you caught me yeah. Yeah, but but there were songs after like again and again and um i can't remember but but yeah, yeah, some other on ones. your uh, the dark days uh, LP, sorry. The yeah, there was ones that I that I re- re- remastered from back when I put out, and I put them on the dark days LP. Uh, like so again, like saying... that's my most recent like gatherings of like everything in my whole career up like new and old and everything in between. So yeah, interesting. So you just kind of brought it together as a project. Yeah, it was a long time coming. Like I, it was originally like a nine track album and then I added a couple and then I removed a couple and then I just ended up being what it is now. Yeah, that's how it happens. Let's go back to the 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 Dave EP though. Is that just because you got into that collaboration that you guys that you kind of yourself started putting out music? Yeah, it wasn't really much of an official EP. It was just kind of my test at SoundCloud really. I was like, "Oh, SoundCloud's yeah, okay, here. Fair, fair, fair. I got to I got to I got to put something on it." be someone who actually makes music so i yeah. just it was really just to start just kind of launch yourself yeah if we want to talk introductory eps the bagels ep would be my introductory but i i think it's the bagels first. ep and that that's yeah. from last year right oh yeah, no that's, that's from earlier this year yeah like i really put a lot of work into making sure that was polished and it was like above above level of everything else before it so damn dude i want to talk about like maybe some significant changes that you've had in your uh career because you actually do have a lot of content and a lot of variety and you you brush across a lot of subjects and there is uh there it does seem to be a point of like transition where you go from um, let's say some of the content of just Dave, the freestyle, the freestyle mixtape, where in that you're, you do talk a lot about your, uh, struggles with anxiety and just, uh, notes on yeah. previous and, and the, the focusing, just kind of like focusing on trouble. And you use this, uh, this metaphor a little bit, but the monkey, uh, the monkey in <laughs> you general. Yeah. You caught the monkey. Caught I'm glad the monkey. you caught I'm glad. So the monkey, <laughs> if you haven't caught what it is, it's the amygdala in your brain, which is your monkey oh, mind. It was a, it was a literal, <clears throat> sorry, uh, an, an analogy then. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's, it's sometimes in a metaphor mixed with it, but I use, I use it to make metaphors and yeah, yeah. 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 Are you interested more in about that? You what do you want to hear oh, more yeah, about hell that? Yeah, or? let's talk about it. Just because I, I see the theme come up a lot in your previous stuff and then there's <laughs> yeah. there's kind of a point where you just like reference it and then not to say that you drop it, but you just like you reference it more vaguely. Yeah, it makes me happy that you you caught it because it's it's an intentional <laughs> repetition that I, I can't yeah. help myself but put into most of my songs because I, I find myself really putting my monkey on a leash in per se and then a lot of different a lot of different analogies using using that that For term sure. just so the, to get by, my by the amygdala, wraps. yeah 
Yeah. By the amygdala, the, the reference, what do you mean? So, like, that's, like, the monkey mind. It's the part of the brain that tells you to go, like, worry. It's the part of the brain that we have had for our entire existence on this earth, but we haven't needed it, really, for the past, I don't know, give or take three, couple hundred years. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know, it's it's really not needed in certain but societies, it's rooted mostly, into our DNA. but it's rooted in there. So we have all this like anxiety when really we just need to like understand that it's part of us and it's actually designed. So we know what to do when a tiger is approaching, but we, we're in a, a world where we don't have any threats really. So I really just got to a point where I just found the power in recognizing that and I put it into words and put it into the song and it became something that every time I wrote a song about it, I learned something new about it. So I just kept doing it and it became something that I could relate with and it became a really big theme in in the Bagels EP. I actually put the monkey on the cover. So... That's dope. Oh, I didn't even notice that, to be honest. I was busy looking at the Bagels. A little Easter egg. That's yeah, the, bag- the bagels dude. are jamming out. Bagels are jamming. That's dope, dude. Even in, let's talk about. I guess we're not even going chronological order here. We what? Whatever. We'll jump around. Let's talk about in your the bagels EP. Your your worth it track. The music video there. Yes. Yeah, so uh, the music video came together because I was just trying to find something that was worth it for me, but not necessarily worth it to other people. Because that's yeah. the whole term of the song. Is that like I go ten minutes and. 10 minutes there and 10 minutes back to town just to get the mail and it might not be worth it for other people because all the all the because you. you have to get in the car and get it all ready and it's not but it's worth it to me because i gotta get the mail and i gotta pick up packages and stuff so like it's necessary and the video is me like vacuuming <laughs> and apartment. Out. i i was in a jamming out like i was getting paid to do that like a week and then a week off and then a week and i got paid so it was like worth it to me it may not be worth it to other people but so i was just that was the that was the main concept very simple ties back to keep it simple i always like to keep that as a main trend keep it simple and i have a shirts i have shirts posters all that kind of stuff just to keep remind as a main theme for myself you know that reminder to keep it simple i like that yeah, and yeah. that that's kind of like the takeaway from the monkey mind is it if you if you do keep it simple you don't let your monkey mind uh get the best yeah. of you put a leash on it or it'll push a leash on put you a man. Leash like, on it what was the defining moment where you kind of i don't know is it like a realization that happens where you're like ah oh, fuck i got i got all these well, things i'm just kind of worrying it, about or yeah it's it, it comes back to that realization that's really important is that if you actually recognize it and do something about it then you become the one in power so if you want to get back to the like the the, re- the the earlier tracks like those first eps you said we're talking about all my anxiety well i'm glad you brought that up because that's exactly what i was doing lots with all those songs was a big just kind of not even realizing what i was doing just kind of knowing that it was helping and just yeah. just kind of just really writing the words down making songs and then rehearsing them and i was just doing all those songs that you heard and more that no one's ever heard ever like in my garage no for no one and my mom would walk in and i'd be like i would stop completely because i would do like oh. couldn't you i couldn't even do it in front of my mom and now i can yeah. but like it's it was just that time when i was just trying to handle my anxiety and just be free and imagine that i was in front of a crowd you know and like 
it really felt good. So I, I was doing that a lot. And then I eventually got the courage and the motivation from my friends that were producers and stuff to get it recorded and make that stuff on SoundCloud. That's what you're hearing. It's just that, that venting, a pure kind of just me handling my thoughts and looking into a mirror for the first time in my life. Like... And that's, that's what it sounds like, dude. It, it almost, okay, it sounds like you're freestyling, but it also sounds like a bit like poetry, like you're writing down and following through a story. It, it, are you playing on kind of like both in your writing scheme? Well, if you talk about poetry, I've been a poet my whole life. If you talk okay. about like um, uh, the the other aspects, it's 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 what you said and more. It's, it's yeah, it's all that. That's what I'm seeing kind of, especially when we go back to these uh, bars, which are kind of more about that, those anxious times. It, it does seem like you have more of like a freestyle rhythm and a flow to it. Yeah, I consider all my freestyles like I, I can I can freestyle, which some people think is is what off the top of the dome means. But off the top of the dome is off the top of the dome. If you if you listen to any of the any of the old rappers, just that's what I'll say and that's what they say. So I listen to that, and uh, it, it's it's freestyle is your style. It can be written, it can be improvised, it can be dance, it can be building something. That's a freestyle. You know, you're, 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 you're in your style, you're in your zone. So my freestyle is written usually. So, but if someone wants me to freestyle, like they call it, cause they call it off the top, then I can do that. But I just, that's not my main choice. I usually just off the top onto the page. Cause I just can't let it go. Like I really, I feel like it's gotta be captured. Interesting. But when it comes to it, like if you're put to it, you could just go off the top. Yeah. I could write a song and like, 20 minutes because I would just freestyle it onto the page. I'll pull over when I'm driving to town to write some, write like 16 bars and just, just hit that inspiration. And be, late, and be late for an appointment because I just can't get these bars up. So I got to get these bars down. Like, <laughs> Oh, holy crap. So, Is it actually like that? Yeah, straight up. Like I've done that like more times than I can count on one hand. I've pulled over and wrote bars and just sat there because I couldn't let let the zone go. Like, you know what's crazy is that in my life, because because I've been a writer as well, and in my life I've done the exact opposite, where I'm just like I'm like hit by this inspiration, and I come up with a sick bar in my mind, and then I'm just like, nah, it's all good. I'll come up with yeah, I'll, but... I'll come up with another one later. Oh, well, I remember it, and then it never happens. I, I remember <laughs> every time I like do that, two, it never later. happens. No, yeah. I, yeah. They, they go oh, through the man. cycles and they refine themselves in your head. But if you don't take the time to write them down, it's you're not really practicing a muscle that you need to, to, to have to thrive in a rap game. So that's, that's true. What I, that's what I think. And I, and I like how you said it. Like it is just writing down um, kind of like your thoughts, feelings, emotions, whatever that anxiety is driving, driving you to write back in, in this time. And then writing it down is what helped you out. And then as you wrote more about it, you learned more about it. Exactly, so it's kinda, brother. It's kind of like knowledge that's coming from you for you in a weird fucking for sure yeah you're letting that divine channel whatever you want to call it um (laughs) go through you onto the page and uh, out into the world for your ears to hear or anyone else's and then it does good rather than you saying oh i can do that later and then you know it doesn't even in the moment you say it you're just you're letting that monkey you're letting that monkey put a leash on you and say, no, we exactly. got to do this. Yeah. You know, when the, really the you can do whatever, we can do whatever you. you want. 
Yeah, that's what happened. You got to recognize when that happens and not beat yourself up for it and just take it off. Like it's, it's really not that hard. That's the truth, man. And maybe I think that's one of the big issues is we're too ashamed to admit that the monkey's got the leash on us. And when all it does to get, get it off is acknowledge it. Exactly. That's what I've been practicing with the reps. And, that, and that's the that, thing that, is that it does take practice. I just, I, that and the rhymes. I just love rhyming. So I just combo the two and it, it's a happy world for me. Yeah. That's interesting, man. Well, we're approaching that 20-minute mark, so we're going to take a quick break here. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Oh, all right. Let's do that. We're going to listen to a track by Just Dave. This one is titled Inevitable. Enjoy. Just Dave. Which I love more, just be too fun choosing. I just wanna justify the justice in rhyme, but the dude telling me to say that be only one type of guy. I pass self would justly try to joust against what's right with too much fog in his eyes. Just beating himself up raw with a big log taped up onto his arm. Who knew the chains on? The other one weren't even logged. All they needed was a little wit mixed with spit to come off. Can our skin be as thin as our skulls? Would what I do be wise if what I said wasn't as well? How easy is it to win if and when you fall to feel full? Some things are inevitable. Some things are inevitable. Yeah, some things are inevitable. 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 And me being me is the one thing I know to be true. Some things are inevitable. Some things One but you tell your about what truth tells of what you do. What can any one man tell a crowd of people about who should be in charge and who's really a fool? What kind of vibes gotta be present for things to be cool? I'm not asking, just testing the waters of the pool for any piranhas at the bottom. Disguised as a tired suit with pride, sipping nice booze. I'll infest your eardrums just like some lice on a poodle. Straight up the chest of one who is a kid could impress with just a doodle. Not many slurp noodles, I'm part of a few that will. Spitting somewhat sporadic, but I assure you still there be no skew to my skill. Settling for nothing less than doing what's due end up here. Until I've set up ill, some things are inevitable. 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 Yes, some things are inevitable. And me, being me, is the one thing I know to be true. 
Just J J J Some things Some things Some things I would never do Some things What I'm trying to manifest, manifest, what I'm attracting, it's bound to happen. Something to spare from what I'm stacking, I'm stacking, I'm stacking. What is good, everyone? I'm back with Just Dave. How you doing, Just Dave? Oh, I'm doing very well. Oh, hell yeah. And before we let off, and I actually, I forgot about this reference, but before we let off, we were talking about, uh, or we at least touched on how the, the, the words that you write sometimes, it comes from like, it, the place that it comes from. It's almost like a divine place, right? Oh, yeah. I, um, I grew up in, uh, in a church community. As I said, my parents worked with Mennonite Central Committee. That's, it's got religious backgrounds, and that's, that's my background. I uh, was raised in that. It's, it's not what people think. Uh, it's not like an old school Mennonite church. It's Zor Mennonite Church in Langham's much, much adapted to the, the modern ways of doing things. And it's, and it's just about healthy living and, and, and positive, positive community, positive communication and, and just loving them, loving ourselves and each other and, um, and, and, and personal freedom and independence and choice and not being forced into to a, a lane because someone told you to, you know, it's, it's all about really about individual kind of healthy living, but also the community aspect as well is, is very strong. And I grew up knowing that because it was the church gatherings and the, the family, family aspect. Like I have a big family for, for one thing, if we want to get off to that, like I have, yeah. I have a, a very uh, big family and lots of them are religious as well. So it became, became, um, became something that was very influential. So when it became the time of my music, growing up, hearing church songs all the time and being in a choir in my in my grade 11 12 years and after and and post secondary as well i uh just couldn't help but being influenced by some divine source that i that i, I take pride in and saying that that yeah it, 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 it um it gives me it gives me um the drive that i'm looking for when at the end of the day if, if nothing sure. else yeah that's interesting man so do you go by just dave the one or is that a previous alias? Well, recently I'm I'm I'm, I'm hopefully maybe transitioning into a, just a kind of like classic just Dave the one because I've seen some other just Daves out there, even Dave itself. I've seen doing very well on Spotify. So like I uh, I I've, I've kind of just wanted to brand myself as the acronym just Dave, but being the one, you know, myself, I wanted to be individual. So. I have the, a recent logo change that I've, I'm very happy with the decision to do that. Um, I had a very consistent logo for a while, my Just Dave, that it was hand-drawn, and I redrew a new one that is up on my page now on my cover and uh, soon to get more art made with it. But it's an acronym for Judge No One, Unify Yourself, Speak Honestly, Try Always, Do Good, Ask Anything, Value Life, and Embark Bravely. 
have a wrap as well that goes well to it. It's a little bit of an extension. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, it's a personal motto. So like, it's just it started with that when I when I found out that I had this poetic talent freestyling with friends. I uh, thought that I needed a rap name, and this came to me in some dark times and developed into that acronym that I use every day and in all my performance and personal self-talk to keep myself going. Like sometimes I tell my fr- my mom or like my friends, like don't ask questions. And they're like, well, what about ask anything? And I'm like, okay, you're right. Thanks for reminding me. You know, <laughs> so it's a really good, it holds me humble. You know, it's, it's good. Yeah. It's funny because it's, it's like it, on the surface, it's a really simple name as well. And then just deep down, it's got so much meaning, especially to yourself. <sighs> Yeah, so like I'm not just Dave. Um, I'm just Dave. It's it's all in one. It's it's an acronym. It's it's, it's yeah, a personal yeah. motto that anyone can relate to. That's so, why it's all caps, no spaces. Yeah, that that's where that came from too. Was kind of an emphasis on that. Yeah. Thanks. Interesting, interesting. And I uh, see the the reason I was coming off or coming onto the the one part as well is because that seems like it has some sort of like spiritual or some sort of ties to something of the such. Uh, what are you saying has the spiritual ties? Right? Uh, the the one part of your name, sorry, being just Dave the One. Oh, I never actually made that connection myself. I'm surprised <laughs> you made that. That's well, interesting. I, the, reason I was, the reason I was drawing that also as well is because one of your tracks from 2017, you titled, uh, it's it's a Bible verse title, Luke 11, 28. Oh, yeah, that was a very powerful track. It was my first all original track. I made the beat for that and everything. Oh, I really? spent, spent nights in and out, like overnight, like, through to the sun kind of That's making awesome, that beat man. like the <laughs> intro was really cool it's kind of the reason i don't make beats that song is kind of the reason i don't make beats for myself really? i kind of yeah like i remember it was toiling for sure, but i thought it worked I, I, I oh i love it but i just remember toiling so long on the beat and i was like i can't do this for every beat i got i already do this for every song and lyrics so like I, I can't be i would be losing too much sleep so i kind of put that aside i There's do a little a bit of beat producing here and there but yeah it's that's yeah. hilarious how about the message in it though blessed are the ones who hear the word of god and obey it is that super important to you at the time is that important to you uh, now? it was painted in my home church it's now demolished and a new one got built but it was Ooh. painted right above the 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 pulpit where the chastor, the where the pastor would preach, and there was choirs, and there was what a singing song leader, the piano. So like, I'm sitting in the benches every Sunday, seeing this. Blessed are the ones who hear the word of God and obey. Luke eleven twenty eight, and it's just staring me in the face every day. And it's it got to a point brain. where it really, like, I, I don't even need to like say like the whole like context of it, but it really got to a point where it made a really difference in my life. Remembering that, and uh, I just. It just moved me to a point where I had to make that song, if nothing else. So, and yeah, I'm glad you pointed that out because that was a really powerful moment of my life, and like I just I think it was a big milestone. If, if at the time I never thought of it really as one, but yeah. But looking back now, it's easy to see that's really it's much much bigger. Yeah. Was it like a super detrimental part in your life, or just because sometimes it was just a point you needed yeah, to remind? Uh, looking back, I. I I have a song written that, that that explains how I don't think anything's detrimental. We have to go through everything we go through to get where we are. Agreed. So I, I'm glad that we went through it, but it was a point that was I would consider a low. It was a it was a, a dark time. It was a time where I didn't have very much belief in myself, and maybe not for good reason, but it felt like I didn't, you know. So it was in my and I was just it was just a dark time, and I and I felt like I had to do something other than wallow in it. And a song came of come out of it, so it was good. Oh, fair. Well, 
Moving on to another uh, a bar I picked out, and I don't know if this is grabbing it out of context. Excuse me if it is, but well, I in, love uh, you picking out bars. I mean, this is great. <laughs> well, it's curious, man, especially for someone who kind of because, like, obviously, you in in the way that you write, you're writing about stuff that, like you said, it's stuff. It's it, it's all internal. It's all stuff uh, on the inside that you're just trying to yeah, get out. But at, at face value, it's all me writing to my to an old self or some some old you know it's just my reflection that's not that me you know just telling them to go away yeah fair interesting well in uh i don't know it's it's titled 48 bars no excuses you've got a music video for it on youtube one of the bars from it one of the bars and if i'm pulling this out of context but you say i'm a buddhist is that like is that a is that still a thing? So I believe we're all Buddhists because okay. if we, you know we're, we're to be a Buddhist doesn't mean you you study Buddhism. It means that you are it means you, you're trying to be one, one with yourself. You, yeah, you try exactly. you try to be centered. You know that Buddhism that's what Buddhism is about. You don't have to be a to practice Buddhism Buddhism to be a Buddhist. It's yeah. it's you know so it was really just about that and kind of the whole song was a challenge to write with to rhyme with excuses as many times as I could in 40 bucks. <laughs> That's what it was. But it was also a challenge to like, okay, well, I'm not only doing this, I'm really owning up to things that I've been writing down as excuses in my head for a long time. So, you know, yeah, if I'm see, a Buddhist, was... I need to not stop making excuses of why I'm not, you know, doing all these yeah. other things. So. But that was also, that was one of the, also the parallels I drew to your name, the one. I was like, huh, is that also a play on it? It was really interesting to me. Uh, I'm glad you uh, pointed it out because it's, uh, it's, it's, it's just, it's really good. It's it's uh, it's something I never realized, but now that you made the connection, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stop thinking about it probably for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's all, yeah, and like you like you said, it, it, you don't see them as detrimental. You don't see previous history as turmoil. Now you see. I it did as, at the time that I you experienced did at the time, them, and, but, and I and I recognized that. But, but the person who you are now, who's able to reflect on it. Yeah, completely. in order to move forward, I have to recognize that the- that's the truth. Is that I can yeah. overcome it. You know, that's you interesting. I'm, man. I'm glad you've made the connections that I've that I've been trying to get through my music, and you've been able to point them out. It it, it gives affirmation <laughs> to me, and more above all the interview interview aspect like it really it gives affirmation to me so i thank you and honestly that's that's kind of what these questions are designed for like especially because like because i i've put my I've, I've listened to uh most of your music if not all of it i tried to get through wow. as much as i can I'm, what i, I could find that. where i could find it yeah that's, dude that's humbling well it's it's how you really get to well you get to know you get to know someone a little bit not more than they know themselves but from a different perspective than they know themselves because well, you're I know hearing... used to like people that have listened to like all my music or like close to all my music so like it's just nice to hear someone of your of your sister stature to say that they've done that so I, I yeah it's good well then uh, so we were in about 2018 no, with the uh it, it, this is kind of the era where you met the uh the boys i'm assuming you roll with now um in your group rainbow, uh, or in your group definitive collective because i see you doing some work with rainbow glory in uh 2019 here yeah so like early 2019 prior to meeting them i guess i uh I, if I released a freestyle mixtape, then then yeah, I don't know my own order of the songs. I kind of just been creating. Yeah. So the Just Day of Freestyle Mixtape EP was my first attempt at kind of a okay, put all my material out album, and then quickly realized it not just because it didn't get traction, but I wasn't like as excited for it as I thought I would be because I didn't put as much effort into it. 
but it was just kind of just a slap it on cloud cloud kind of project that it kind of sparked the seed for dark days behind me. And I don't know when I thought of it, but I, I could admit that it had influence making that prior. So, um, yeah, that's how that uh, interesting. went. So essentially they're both, uh, they're both collections of your previous work, but Dark Days Behind Me is the more like kind of polished the way you wanted to do it. Yeah. Yeah. The way I wanted to do it, too. That's a good way to put it. That's dope. OK. Um, and then in between that, you've got a f- you've got a few singles, a whole bunch of singles. Actually, you put a fuck ton of music, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Yeah, of yeah. course. How'd you meet Rainbow Glory? Actually, I think I heard this story through him, but let's hear it from your yeah, perspective. I, uh, I, uh, I'm very glad that he could get the interview opportunity as well and and how i met him was quite <laughs> was dumb, quite yeah. serendipitous indeed because if i had chosen to go to the open mic that i was gonna go at a week earlier i would never have met him and what happened was i was gonna go a week earlier than i did but i was only 99 percent sure i felt it in my bones 99 percent sure that i should go i gotta be that 100 yeah. percent. so That's i waited crazy, a week yeah. i waited a week i felt it and i was like i waited a week <laughs> next week go there i'm sitting there drinking a beer chatting with some acquaintance barely know the guy and steve comes up and he's talking to the guy across from me i don't even know who he is yet and all of a sudden i'm not even paying attention because i'm super hyped like i'm sitting there like ready to go i'm thinking i'm up in like two people because that's what the guy's telling me the guy's telling me i'm up in like two people and really i didn't get to play it till the end of the night so like i'm (laughs) sitting there like just like ready to go (laughs) first debut performance and steve says hey what's up i'm like i don't chose i don't even remember i don't remember what he said he he says he introduced himself as the chosen one one million but i remember it was like i think that was what he said or something and and i was like yo what's up i'm just dave the one and uh I remember that was pretty iconic because I usually don't say the one. I was just really the confident one, yeah. in the mo- in the moment that time because I was just going by just Dave. That was that was it. That the one was kind of an added thing. <laughs> <laughs> but but then just he, spark of the moment. He once once we met, like it was just kind of like okay, he's super hyped. I'm super hyped. Once we saw each other rap, we were even more hyped. We just you know, hit it off and became good friends. He was, he was saying stuff like, Oh, the man, the guy says, if we can get up, then we should share the stage because if, if we don't, then only one of us can get up. I was like, well, yeah, sure, man. That's what I would say. Fuck. Let's let's go. Let's go together. Let's get up there. And, uh, uh, so I agreed and we, lo and behold, we got to the end of the night, had our chance. He saw it as a battle. I really, I, I really <laughs> never saw it. I, ne- I really never saw it as such. Cause he said, it he said after that, it, that to me, it wasn't when, when he came, when he, when he got after, he was telling me it was a battle and then during it, he kind of gave me that vibe, but I really just was so humbled that I not only got to have a debut performance, but I got to perform against this dude that I really thought was like the best freestyler I've ever met. Like he yeah. freestyle. I went out after I met him, we went out, he went out to a smoke and I just went out to go tang cause I don't smoke cigarettes. And he, and he was chilling there and he, I was rapping and he was rapping and it was just like, wow, you can do that, and I can do this. And he was saying the same thing about me, and we just kind of just recognized each other's talent. And I really, I really think he's one of the best freestylers I've ever met. He he said that he switched from chemical engineering all the way over to art. Like this is what he said when I met him, and I believed him because. Yeah. 
the way he said he did it showed in his skill, like rapping constantly all day for five years straight every day. And then he shows me his style and it's like, he just doesn't stop. And then, and then later, like when we're hanging out as friends, getting to know each other, yeah, it literally doesn't stop for like 10, 20, 30 minutes, whatever it be. Really? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's really That's cool. Crazy. So yeah, at the time I met him, we were on stage and it just all went so well. Like the night was just like, much better than I could have ever imagined. And we just got kept meeting and doing music together ever since. So that's dope, man. I, and I love you talking about that moment, like where you just kind of like even met outside in that, the smoke pit and just had like a sesh like that, because, cause that brings back like memories, like vivid memories that I have of like, cause you don't get back moments like that, you know? Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty iconic. Like I'll never forget yeah, that. For iconic, sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> And then, uh, then you guys went on to uh, identify yourselves as a group with uh, Mibu Beats and Bone Crate Beats. Yeah, so like they were both kind of beat different genres of the same spectrum of making beats, and uh, I had become friends with Donovan, aka Bone Crate, prior to meeting Steve, and I don't think he could have been there that that night that I was there for the open mic, but he ended up connecting with Steve apart from me because they became no knowing of each other's talents and they wanted to hang. So then since they hang out and I was hanging with Steve and I was hanging with Donnie, we kind of just decided, well, let's all hang out together. And then it just, boom, that was just, that was it. You know, it just took off and eventually we came up with the name, you know, so it was good. The definitive collective. Yeah, that's dope. And then you guys uh you guys casually put out this uh video series on YouTube as well, which led up to a finale with you guys doing a That was a show. all Rainbow Glory. I have to give him props for that because for the video in, the, series? In, in the beginning I really had doubts that this was ever gonna be something we could do because I wanted to put so much work into being polished. I wanted to just like, hey, we gotta make sure this is done right. Like we can't be just like but it, it really it's the first project, right? It's it's a pilot series, right? You for just sure, gotta yeah. like you just got to do it. And he showed me that by just doing it himself. And I, I'm really, I'm really grateful because it's really good content. And then you get to see what comes from it, from it and how it evolves. Yeah, for and- sure. It can be chopped and into mini clips and used for music videos or just little clips Very promo true. here and there for inevitably. Like you can, yeah. you know. Uh, one other project that you did with uh, Rainbow Glory here and with an artist called Torn It Up, the Blue Adult EP. Oh, that is such a low-key project, and I'm glad you brought it up because it's one of my favorites. But <laughs> Torin, Torin, Torin does. I don't think Torin's as fond of it because he likes he likes things to be polished and high quality. But it was just like a we were we were at the Broadway Bridge and we were just like let's record music. I'll bring my laptop. You bring a guitar. I, I, Steve, I'll, <laughs> Steve says I'll rap and you rap too, and then boom, play the beats. Boom. So we literally we just it. had like no camera. I don't think we might have had a camera. I don't know, but I had my laptop a little average $100 mic, no 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 gear at all, just basic stuff. He had his Torin had his guitar. I played a I would play a beat and then he would I would I don't think he even played a beat. No, I just recorded. No beats. He it was all that was the whole thing. It was all a cappella, just straight on location, kind of no raw and just I put all the work into making it that and I just I love it. It was a big experimental project and I love the cover art. I love the I love the I just it's it's just every time I think about it, it's like, oh yeah, I love that. I wish that got more exposure because like no one really talks about it. 
the story behind it again. It's one of those moments that are just like iconic again. People were walking by and just honking. People were just driving by and honking, <laughs> and people were walking by and doing triple takes. Like, and people were just loving it. It was such a great night. I remember it so well. Just being this kind of just on off off the cuff kind of just let's do this kind of thing for sure it sounds like so much fun too and then uh we got your most recent release here as well uh a track titled inevitable that you released on november 27th yeah um, along with storyteller from my dark days uh yeah from the dark LP, days behind me i decided yeah. to put those two on spotify because i themed the art together and they were just kind of on the same album and wanted to do that so i have a video coming up that i'm working on that's really 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 cut above everything else i'm really happy to to talk about it it's just to, just to say that it's happening is it's just inevitable the music the music video is going to be coming out very soon so you know when it drops yeah. i haven't decided a date yet because i haven't even finished it yet so i have to we are heading into a little bit of overtime here is there anything you want to say to or any t- topics you want to touch on uh just as kind of the sign off for anyone who's listening. Um, just Dave, the one. Um, I'm not the only one, though. You you can be it too. Just listen to yourself. That's what it is. Don't listen to the monkey. <laughs> Don't listen to the monkey. Don't let the monkey leash you. And if he does, just take yeah, it man. off. That's it. Keep it simple. <laughs> just Dave thank signing you, off. Thank you so much for joining me today, just Dave. I, I appreciate, appreciate it so it, much, brother. Jordan. Thank you. Yeah. You take care, eh? Yeah, you take care too. All right. Peace out, brother. Peace. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for this interview with Just Dave. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to learn a little bit more about him and connect on his socials, head on down to www.reevolvemedia.com forward slash Just Dave. And up here, we've got another track by him. This one's titled Pandemic. I hope you enjoy and take care. Just, just Dave. Just Dave. Seeing the face of death Don't think for a second Because he supplies the weed That you and him are friends I think we need we more than them All this needs honesty Instead of a trip Our perspective needs Is 180 degrees To switch around from the end To a new future worth living Remember this then More than all this Do I promise if and when It all works out No doubt Confide like I am in confidence Run fast Run fast It's a pandemic no one's last, no one's last, just the last one's hit. This one'll pass, this one'll pass, that's not the sitch. Running facts and quick. Run fast, run fast in a pandemic, not to take advantage of it. 
but to share what I make and the vantage from it is what I create, that's why I crave the taste to spit, why I take the time to chase down the mix in my brain till it's me. Some will chase ways of it to the grave for a hint of what just only may be, and not the whole cake plus the gravy. Two metaphors you never thought would be put together, but I'm just Dave. See what I say, be what I pray for, come to be when I stay more grounded than a bunch of leaves found in the backyard of this one who speaks in rhyme for fun. Only by the sound of no hands, lonely in the crowd, going ham for me and loud. Will you see when the rhymes are done? Not stopping cause I know it, just gotta prove I'm the sublimest one. So run fast, fast, run fast, it's a pandemic. No one's last, no one's last, just the last one's hit. This one'll pass. This one'll pass, that's not the sitch. Running facts and quick. Run fast, so run fast. Yeah, mate.